Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Dio, and my total passion in life is to do anything and everything I can to help you get closer to God. I figure if we can do that, it's going to impact every other area of your life, from your finances to your family to your job, and without a doubt, your eternity. Sure, we'll talk musical worship, but more than anything, we'll talk fellowship and real friendship with our Heavenly Father. Abundant life done right. Our mission at the Pure Worship Podcast is to help you discover or rediscover that walking and talking full of purpose connection with God, that you might also empower others in the same way. So be encouraged and join the conversation as we go on the journey together. Today on the Pure Worship Podcast, Josh and I dive deep on our final how from Awakening Pure Worship as we deliberate on the crucial topic of face-to-face. Can you imagine looking God right in the eye, drawing so close to him that you can actually see the brilliant details in his supernatural pupils? Terrifying, right? I mean, we struggle to look each other in the eye at times, but God, the God of the universe, that seems eternally intimidating. Then again, what if we did? What if we ventured so close to our Lord and Savior that there was nothing between us and Him? So close that we were completely exposed, completely bare right there before Him in His presence. What if He saw everything and nothing was hidden? What if we willingly invited Him to see every part of us, everything He already sees? It would be scary and there could be consequences. But it would be beautiful in the end because there would be mercy, grace, love, tenderness, forgiveness, and 100% complete healing. This is what we want to present to you in today's podcast, an invitation that is so unimaginable and freaky that we almost can't bear it, but one that is so wonderful, we just can't resist it. A couple things to expect. Josh invites us to consider how Moses' glowing face was something God is calling us to as well. A place where we can walk and talk with him face to face, just like Moses, as a man talks to a friend. And I warn us concerning our natural inclination to reject this ridiculous invitation God has given us to walk in close fellowship. All right, let's pray and we'll get into it. Holy God. We come before you to pour out our love. Please teach us what it means to talk to you face to face, to walk in close fellowship with you in the same way Abraham and Noah and Moses and many others did. If this is what you have for us, we desperately crave it too. Help us now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's not wait another second to get into this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast entitled Face to Face. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast. It's. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Yeah! 
Guys, it's me, Josh, and we got my friend, uh, the wonderful, the talented, the beautiful. Oh, boy. The bearded oh. Jeffrey D. Dio. Yes. You called me the bearded fury in one of the podcasts from a while well, It's back. an appropriate name, man. It's, it's huge. I mean, you're the bearded fury, too. Yeah, but yours is pointed and, and wonderful, and mine looks weird. Glorious. Maybe I should braid it. Yeah, it's... You should. You should go all Gimli on it, Lord of the Rings. I don't know. I may have to shave it a little bit. I'm definitely, I got to be honest, like I'm pushing the limits with Martha. Are you? Yeah. And I, and I don't actually like doing that because I really have always prided myself. I mean, lots of ladies have come to Martha. Let's back up about a year ago when I didn't have it quite this long. And they would, it was more like your length, the yeah. beard. And they'd say, do you really like that? <laughs> you know, and, and Martha's like, no, actually I do. I do. Yeah, absolutely. But she did express a little bit of concern oh a few my goodness. months ago when I kept letting it grow. And I don't think she ever used the word homeless, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I'm trying to, yeah, I did, I did cut it back a little bit, but it keeps growing. This weird well, thing about beards. Jeff, yeah. I just want to tell you that tell me. I love how you look. Thanks, man. It's great. Appreciate it. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. We just uh, need to edit this. Yeah. No, we don't. This is actually, not actually, yeah, because Martha trumps you. Actually, okay. she, All right. she does because you know it's real important that I not turn my wife off. You know what I'm saying there? Okay. Well, anyways, let's get back to the Moving pure, right along. pure, pure, pure worship, worship podcast. Oh, we're having a good time here in uh, good times, good times. The Dio Studio basement studio. But hey, man, uh, this has been. Uh, some pretty cool stuff that we've been walking through. Crazy um, journey. All of these podcasts obviously are a joy to do. And uh, some are a little bit more of a labor of love and some are a little bit have more of a prophetic edge to it. And some of them are, are a little more fun and just lighthearted. And, and guys today, what Jeff is really going to be doing uh, in this podcast is basically summing up what has been happening in the book, uh, Awakening Pure Worship. And this is really kind of, if we could put it in one word, man, it would be invitation. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, guys. This is this is our 21st podcast. Mm. Whoa. I can't believe. I mean, we're in 2019, and I mean, it's the 21st chapter of the book, 21st podcast, and man, what incredible journey we've been on together. And if you've been walking with us on this journey, I'm telling you, and I want to hear some testimonies from mm -hmm. people out there because I'm telling you, if you've been going on this journey and actually applying these things we've been talking about, you're a different person mm -hmm. than when you first started listening to the podcast yeah. back last year. Totally. You know? And so, I mean, and, and, and I know I'm a different person. Yeah, me like too. These, That's what I was going to say. Me too. These things that God is revealing to us we're applying them in our lives. We're not perfect, but I mean, I am literally, you, you mentioned the word invitation. I mean, that's like the core. It's one of the themes of this book of this podcast is this incredible invitation mm. that God's given us. I mean, it really is astounding that the God of the universe would actually invite me to be in his presence. Crazy. Invite me to actually talk with him, to love him, to be with him. Yeah. That that's what heaven is all about. Like this beautiful invitation. And then the question for us is if it's true that he's given each one of us this invitation, how will we respond? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we're talking about. The, the revelation 
And we talk about this in other podcasts, Revelation Response. Mm -hmm. The revelation is that God has invited you into deep fellowship with him. Yeah. The question is, how will you respond to that? Will you go, oh, that's neat. Okay, I got other things to do. See you, God. Or will you fall on your face and go, I can't believe he loves me. Yeah. I can't believe he invites me. And so, or, or you might say, oh, I can't believe he invites me and I'm not worthy. So therefore I won't respond. Yeah. No, that we don't want that either. Yes, we're not worthy. We mm-hmm. understand that. We admit that. But it makes even more profound the idea that he still invites us. He invites me even though I'm not worthy. Mm. He invites me to come and be changed. Come and be transformed. Come be with him in relationship, walking and talking relationship. And really that to me is the beauty of this revelation of awakening pure worship. Uh, This this beautiful thing where we don't have to, but we get to. We've talked about this in various podcasts. We don't have to worship. We don't have to be with God. We get to. If you can get that flipped around in your head, you are a long ways on your way to becoming an awakened pure worshiper. It'll flip everything around, man. I mean, if we would just choose to to dive in head first. I mean, that's that's the invitation, man. Yeah. He just wants us to dive go. all into encounter with him. And, uh, you know, yes, that could be scary and terrifying, but it's beautiful and yep. glorious yep. all at once. So, you know, this chapter, mm. the last chapter of the book, it was a chapter I really wasn't planning on writing. I, I thought 20 was a really good number. You know, mm-hmm. I was like 20 chapters, that feels about right. But then I was trying to figure out how to end it. Yeah. And the Lord just laid this heavy on my heart. Like I knew right away, this is what needed to happen. I needed to end this chapter calling it face to face. And, 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 you know, we've heard teaching on this before and we're going to revisit some things that maybe, maybe some of you haven't heard, but for me, I've definitely heard a lot of people teach on these things, but there was a few extras. Yeah. I felt like the Lord gave me to be able to share in this, but it's so important. Part of the invitation is that God actually calls us to face to face intimacy with him. It's not just side by side, but it's face to face, which is maybe a little bit uncomfortable. I don't know. I mean, you know, he's calling us to, to, to this face to face, like eyeball to eyeball relationship with him, which is insane. I get the kind of like walking side by side. It takes it to another level. If I say, well, what about climbing up in his lap? Yeah. Or what about holding his hand? Mm. Those are, that's another. But then if he calls me Dude. to look face to face. Uncomfy. Ah. See, I was sold on climbing up into the lap or that walking side by side, but that face to face thing, man. That's scary. <laughs> that's scary. But this is what he's called. Cause what he's doing here is he is literally going to expose us mm. in a way that we don't want to be exposed, <laughs> but it's so healing and so beautiful uh, for what he does. And so there's examples in scripture of this type of thing and you're going to help us get started with that. Yeah, guys. So we've been in, we've been talking about Abraham in previous podcasts. We've been talking about David and Mm -hmm. the disciples today. What we classic totally, but we want to hone in today on this, this face to face theme talking about Moses and uh, I'm going to kick out. I'm going to do a couple scriptures here. Look at this. This is Exodus 33 verse 11. And it says this, that Historically speaking, it says the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friend. And then Moses would return to the camp 
but his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. So just kind of a cool even insight even to Joshua's relationship with, mm. with Moses and how he wanted to stick around and bask in that presence too. Uh, just a hungry heart. But it says that Moses, uh, he would speak to the Lord face to face as with a friend. And then this other scripture, this is, uh, this is Exodus 34 continuing on, and this is uh, uh, verse 28. It says, Moses uh, was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights without eating bread or drinking water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, he was not aware that his face was radiant. <laughs> they didn't have any mirrors laying around on Mount Sinai, probably. <laughs> he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. Whoa. And when Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. Come on, somebody. How would you love to have a relationship like that, bro? And we're going to tap into this. But guys, we're going to say this crazy thing. We don't think that this was just for Moses, the servant of God. That's right. We actually believe that it's the Lord's intent to invite us all into that kind of crazy, radiant, glowing, powerful relationship. Right, dude? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can go so many places with this thing, but the whole point of it is you could first of all get off, off the track by actually thinking, well, wow, what an amazing miracle. His face was glowing. Right. Because the point was not that his face was glowing, right? Yeah. The point was why his face was glowing. This is huge, man. Yeah. Cause, cause don't get sidetracked with the miracle yep. of Moses' face glowing. Which is cool. It is. It's amazing. It's like, whoa, so cool. Very cool. Like, I try to imagine, like, was it like a soft glow? Was it like a warm glow? <laughs> was it a fiery glow? You yeah. know, how big was the glow? Like, if, if you turned out the lights, would you say, hey, there's Moses in the tent over there? Like you know, I mean. <laughs> nuclear tan kind of situation. <laughs> exactly. Glowing. Like, but, but that's not the point. The point is why his face was glowing. Man, that's so huge. And why his face was glowing, obviously, is because he was with the Lord. That's it. I mean, he was face to face talking. I mean, is that even possible, Josh? Like, seriously? Because I think we do discount this. We think, oh, that's nice for Moses. And I think that's what the Israelites did, too. We've, we've talked about that in the past, where uh, on Mount Sinai, where, you know, the time when God came and thundered and, mm-hmm. and invited all of Israel to come before him. And Israel said, you know what? No, thanks. Yeah. You know, we would actually rather just Moses go meet with you and then he can tell us what you said. Yeah. See, God invited at that moment, God invited all of Israel to come face to face and meet with him. Yeah. But Israel rejected him. And so then Moses became the go-between. Yeah. But now in this new day, that's what we've talked about in the past, why Jesus tore the veil mm. because he's saying no longer do you have to go to a high priest who goes to talk to me now every individual person is invited to come into face-to-face fellowship with god and bro something that i feel like i can stomach a little better was another encounter that moses had with the lord mm. was when you know his presence was passing before him he actually took him and hit him in the cleft of the yep. rock and then Moses could kind of kind of like see a little bit yep. to me I can stomach that better man and sure. I'm just telling you yeah. straight up I'm yep. telling you straight up Jeff I'm a worship leader I'm a minister I do all this yep. stuff but this this stuff scares me yep. seeing him face to face like what I mean think about it we have a hard time looking each other in the eye yeah right have you ever talked to somebody where where like you're like hello I'm over here you know like they keep talking and they're not looking at you mm. Mm-hmm. There's this insecurity that's happening. Yep. Okay. Now someone's asking me 
to look God in the eye, like the God of the universe. So Have you ever weird. been around somebody who was super prophetic and you felt like you didn't want to talk with them because they you felt like they were just reading your mail the entire time. Don't make time. eye contact. They're don't make like, eye contact. Don't make, yeah. yeah don't do, Cause they're just reading your mail. Yep. They're just like, you know, but imagine multiplying that times a billion and you're looking God in the eye. Like I could see us all rejecting that invitation. Mm-hmm. And I think many times we do because yeah. that terrifies us. Yeah. We're thinking, what in the world? He's cause, he's calling me to look him right in the face. Mm. But it's so beautiful because really that is what one of the words for worship actually means. Hmm. Uh, the word proskuneo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So one of the Greek words for worship is proskuneo. And it literally means to kiss the hand or face of God. Now, this is kind of weird, but it's like almost in the same way that a dog would affectionately lick his master's hand or face. I know, uh, I know it seems really crazy or weird to think of us that way, but, but let's push beyond the natural or the normal reservations for <laughs> once, right? <laughs> what exactly is taking place in this best case scenario uh, when man's best friend licks his master's hands or face, he does so with with reverence, friendship, uh, submission, like a playfulness. Yeah. Right. And love. It's all wrapped up into one. Mm. Think of that. What a crazy idea. Right. It's all wrapped up into one. And his master doesn't pull away in mm-hmm. disgust. Right. He leans in. <laughs> Because this is a genuine, often sloppy, you know, I mean, I can't help but wonder if this is where we get the idea of the sloppy wet kiss Mm -hmm. uh, from the song Because He Loves, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Because when you're face to face with God, you're in this place where you're you're dealing with this word proskuneo, which means to kiss the face of God. Now, once again, we're stepping into areas that, man, maybe this seems a little bit uncomfortable for some people, you Uh know? I definitely is uncomfortable with the way I was raised. Yeah. But this is what God's calling us into, into this intimate fellowship to be able to say, God, and I, I, I just do this here in, in the basement even. And, I, and I've had more experience with this post writing the book because mm-hmm. the book was done over a year ago for me. Yeah. Right. So it's been something that I've been applying moving forward. And I will actually say, God, I come to you face to face. Now, one of the things I wrote in the book, too, is part of our reservation for looking him in the eye is that he might see something that we don't want him to see. Right. Right? Yeah. But of course, he already sees it. Right. So you're just saying, okay, God, I just, I give up. I just look you right in the face, Mm. as scary as this is. And I I say these things out loud to the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I just come this morning and I look you right in the eye, Mm. right? And I see you and I want you to look at me, (laughs) look at me, see Mm. me, Lord, touch me, Lord. Mm. See if there's any, didn't David say that? See if there's any wicked way or offensive way in me. I want to know you. I'm willing to be exposed to be completely seen, even though I know you already see it anyways. I'm opening myself up to this depth of relationship where I'm not hiding anything. Eye to eye, face to face, where he's calling us to lock eyes with him. Okay, this is almost too much. How do we even go about locking eyes with God? 
We can't even see him. And now you're asking us to look deep into his eyes of love? How? Of course, we're talking about spiritual eyes, spiritual seeing, the place where the eyes of our hearts are staring right into the intimidating yet loving eyes of our maker. Something changes when we throw off all fear and insecurity and accept this outrageous invitation. The immediate thought is we'll be destroyed or found out. But in the end, looking into the eyes of our Heavenly Father is the most freeing and healing thing we could ever do. Our hearts and lives were meant to glow as a result of living close with God. We are firstly made for relationship with God, and then as a result, we are made to glow supernaturally for Him so that we might powerfully touch this hurting world. Okay, I want to thank everyone out there who has been posting about my book on social media. It's so encouraging to see how God has been touching you and challenging you in your walk with Him. If you haven't purchased the book yet, I'm telling you, the podcast only scratches the surface. The book will take you deeper than the podcast ever could. Plus, you can highlight, turn down pages, and even make notes in the margins. To get yours for only $12, just go to Amazon.com. You can also visit JeffDio.com or stop by many Barnes & Noble stores. All right, as we get back to the conversation, I differentiate between seeking God's hands and seeking his face, and Josh gives us the key to finally breaking free from the shame in our lives. So strap in as we jump back into the Pure Worship Podcast. And this is the difference between David and his wife, Michelle. Exactly. This is the difference between Abraham and all of the other millions of people that were on the earth at that time. That was the difference between Moses and the Israelites. Guys, here's a really... Even Noah. It says Noah walked closely with the Lord. Yep. And so very few people actually dare to press into that for a a zillion reasons. I think, Jeff, you're tapping into something that's really true of shame. Of Mm -hmm. if if, If I really look the Lord in the eye... He's going to see my stuff. And I don't even think it's so much that it's, I'm going to see me for, mm. for the scoundrel that I am. Yeah. But guys, that's not the point. It's nope. to see God for who he is and the yep. beauty and the splendor of him. Look at this. This is the difference between the Israelites and Moses. If you see Psalm 103 verse seven, it says he made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. And uh, I've quoted that before. I didn't even know that was a scripture. Jeff pointed it out to me. So I'll say it once again. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. And so this is my prayer. As, as God is inviting us to encounter and invita- inviting us into that, God, just open us up to your ways and not only your deeds. Not May we not only be blown away by your miraculous acts and deeds. Yep. Well, and it's, it's the difference between who he is and what he's done. Yeah. Right? So many people worship God for what he's done. Correct. Another way that we say that is we say we seek his hands over his face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Many people seek God's hands. Right. See, when we've talked about this in past podcasts. When my children come and they seek my hands, they want something from me. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They seek my hands, they want the car keys, or they want money, or they want help with their homework, or mm-hmm. they want something. Can I do this, Dad? Can I eat this? Can I whatever? Mm-hmm. They're seeking my hands. That's what I can do for them. Yeah. But when they seek my face, 
They climb up my lap and they love me just because I'm daddy. Mm -hmm. And so this is what we've got to move from being hands seekers only. Mm. Now it's important. We can still worship God for what he's done. I mean, what he's done is unbelievable. But the reason what he's done is unbelievable is because of who he is. Mm-hmm. See, there's something behind what he's done. What he's done is only great. He could only do what he's done because of who he is. It points to his character. So if we only worship him for what he's done, we're missing who he is. Mm-hmm. So it's the difference between seeking, as you mentioned there in that scripture, Psalm 103:7. It's the difference between seeking him for what he's done versus for who he is. Totally. Right. Now, do we quit asking? No, of course not. But that's it's kind of the whole thing of like what is the whole point? Is it to yeah. be radiant? No, it's it's because he was with God. Do we quit asking the Lord for things? No, I would I would always want my kids to come up and ask me for things, but why? Yeah. Because I'm their papa and I love yes. them and I want to have a relationship with them and I want to bless them with everything that I can bless them with. Yep. It's out of the relationship, not just seeking the hand. Yeah, it's, it's so amazing, this invitation that God has invited us into. And really, that's what we, Josh and I, are inviting you guys into. We're saying, the Lord has invited us, and we just want to pass this on to you. Mm-hmm. We're saying the Lord wants to look you in the face. Yeah. This is not just for Moses. Yeah. This is not just for the important people. Mm. This is not just for the popular people or the rich people or the good-looking people. This is for every person on the planet he wants and I don't know how it works like he's God and I don't know how he can look face to face with you know 7 billion people on this planet and every other person who's ever lived you know but this is what he does Hmm. he's calling each one of us through his spirit because of the blood of Jesus what Jesus has done for us opens up a way for us through God's spirit to be able to look him in the eye to come face to face with him in powerful walking and talking relationship you know and i i'll just say this kind of as we're moving toward the end of this podcast um i I just want to help us process some things of the purpose of the gospel Mm -hmm. right because because i'll say it this way jesus didn't die for your sins pause (laughs) wait love it when you you do that right jesus didn't die for your sins he died to bring you back into face-to-face fellowship with the Father, or to use biblical language to reconcile you to the Father, right? So he didn't die for your sins only. Oops, done, good, I'm forgiven, that's it. No, there's a purpose in all this stuff. Don't miss the purpose in all this. Realize that he's bringing us into this invitation, and so Jesus died for our sins to to restore us to -to face-to-face fellowship with God the Father. And our sins, they're just standing in the way of that. They're a roadblock. So that's one of the things we're trying to do in this Pure Worship podcast is remove roadblocks. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was doing the same thing. The only reason we're doing it in the podcast is because Jesus was doing it. He saw, hmm, roadblock, sin. Roadblock to what? Roadblock to true fellowship. People miss a point. Uh, We could say something like, well, I'm saved. Awesome. Saved from what? Oh, I'm saved from my sins. Okay, awesome. So what are you saved to? Mm-hmm. See, there, there's two halves of this story. Saved from, saved to. What are you saved for? Yes. Are you saved just to go tell somebody else to get saved? 
And then they're going to, I mean, I was talking about this with Martha. We misunderstand the purpose of evangelism. Mm -hmm. We go and we tell people about the gospel to get them saved. Why though? Oh, so that they can go tell other people about the gospel to get them saved. Why? So they can tell other people about the gospel to get them saved. But what's the purpose? You're missing the purpose. You're missing the point of being saved Mm. and it's to walk and talk in fellowship with God. I wrote this uh, Mm. toward the end of the book. There's a subheading that's called More Than Mansions. Mm -hmm. And this is really, man, I got to be honest, Josh. I was reading the uh, the audio book mm-hmm. for awakening pure worship in, in our, in my basement right here. And toward the end, I mean, this was, this was a lot of work to read the, the whole book myself. And so if you like the audio book thing, go get it. It's out there, um, on audible. Right. But I spent a lot of time and I got toward the end and I don't know if it was just cause I was tired. I don't think so. But I started, I got to the very last page, the last couple pages hmm. and I was reading and my voice began to quiver a little mm. bit. I started getting choked up. Yeah. I started, it was like God was teaching me even as I was reading my own writing, yeah. which again, my writing, it's all from God. Like if I've taught anybody anything, it's because the Holy Spirit taught me. Mm-hmm. I, there's not one thing in this book or in this podcast that you or I have come up with on our own. Mm-hmm. The Lord has given us analogies. He's given us words. He's given us understanding. He's given us wisdom. He's given us communication skills. He's given us the breath in our lungs. Mm-hmm. So we give all praise and glory to God. Yeah. As I was reading those words, it was like they were ministering to me. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like he loves me so much. Mm. And yet so many times I want to just kind of throw out the invitation like you yeah. would an invitation that, that you don't even care about. Yeah. And so I, I just started to weep and mm. I had to ask Martha. I was like, cause I kind of quivering in my voice. I was like, Martha, do you think I need to re-record this? And no, she, she's like, no, I think it sounds okay. Yeah. You need to just let it be. And it's not like real noticeable, but you can hear it. And that's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. So this whole more than mansions thing is guys, you got to understand we're not going to heaven for the golden streets. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's going to care about the pavement. <laughs> it's gold. Awesome. It means if, if it's pavement in heaven, that means that gold is, has less value in heaven mm-hmm. than it does on earth, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going for the crystal seas. We're not going for uh, the, the mansions or the crowns that we're mm. going to get. Uh, we're not going for even, I mean, think about this one. I mean, one of the things that we always talk about happening when we get to meet Jesus face to face is you want to hear those words, right? You want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. As if that's going to satisfy my soul. Just mm-hmm. those words alone. I'm good. Thanks, Lord. See you later. You know, mm-hmm. that'll be a great entry point. And praise God that we would even get to hear those words. Mm. But the point is not the pat on the back. Well done, buddy. Good job. Good job. No, I get to spend eternity with my God. Mm-hmm. I get to be with him. It's more than mansions. It's more than crystal seas. It's more than pearly gates. Yes. It's more than a new body. As much as I want a new body. I've been telling people all my life, I can't wait to get to heaven because I'm going to have the greatest hair ever. (laughs) Because I got none. I've never had good hair. You know, I'm not going to have pointy ears anymore or an Audi belly button. But none of that stuff. You you have an Audi? Yes. I can stuff a pillow in my belly button, Jeff. I believe that. I don't want to talk about it right now. Keep going. All of that stuff is going to be great and fine, but actually hanging out with God. Mm. That's the point. See, guys, 
that really is everything. That's the whole point. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. That's the purpose of guys like Jeff and I's lives. That's the purpose of Awakening Pure Worship. We can't stress this enough. This is all about communion and relationship with the Father. And so guys, really, as we're wrapping up this podcast, there's a couple things that we just want to pray for you about. And really, as we started this thing, we were talking about the invitation. And there's a couple things. If you've never had an encounter with the Lord, that face-to-face kind of thing, or or sensed that, or felt that, I know someday we're going to walk with Him 24-7, face-to-face, that kind of thing. But if you've just never had an encounter... I just want to pray for you with that. But guys, there's a deeper thing that that the Lord wants us, just like with Moses, to begin a relationship with him now. And so there's two crowds that are listening to this podcast. Maybe you've heard all 21 of these podcasts. Maybe you've loved it. Maybe you've enjoyed it. Maybe you've grown. But there may be the possibility that you still just don't really know what we're talking about. Maybe this is just a bunch of hooey and kind of out there stuff. But you're intrigued and drawn to have a relationship with the true Lord Jesus, to have a, one of those encounters of you, you see his eyes, you, Mm. you, you, you see, you see the beauty of his face and and there's a relationship and a dialogue. And really at the end of the day, that's what worship is. It's, it's a relationship. It's him calling out and us responding. If that's you, if you've never laid it all down and, and just ask the Lord to fill you. We want to see you come to know Jesus today. And the second crowd is maybe you guys have been doing religious duties and activities. Maybe you've doing the rituals and the religion, but I want to tell you guys that there is so much more. There's so much more encounter that the Lord wants you to step into. And so maybe you're saved, maybe you've been a believer, but you've just kind of let your heart grown cold, yep. grow cold, and you just need a renaissance and a rebirth in your life. I want to pray for you. So the three crowds are, I want to ask that the Lord would encounter you. Number two, I want to ask that if you don't know Jesus, that you would come to know him and get saved, not just to have a mansion someday, but you're saved to have a yep. face-to-face relationship with him. And the third crowd is that you would have those fires of revival in your own life stoked up. It would take you beyond religious duty. into the place of encounter. So Jeff, let's just pray for these guys right now. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for what you've done in my life with Jeff's life, our our family's lives. God, we thank you for these awesome people that are listening to this podcast. And I pray in Jesus name for those who just have never received you as the Lord and savior of their life. Lord, I pray that they would open up their heart, that you would tenderize their hearts and that today would be the day right now, Lord, today would be the day that they would know that they are gloriously saved and not only saved to to get to glory someday, but God saved today to have encounter with you. Lord, for those who have just been doing day in, day out religious duty, maybe their heart has grown cold. Maybe they're a pastor of a church. Maybe they're a music minister. I don't know what the situation is, Lord, but I pray, Lord, that you would just woo them and draw them today into divine encounter with you. The true Lord Jesus, I pray today, Lord, that we would all encounter you face to face. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, let it be. Yep. So we want to respond just like David did. Psalm 27, 8, he said this, My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Hmm. So today, guys, 
I would say, don't just let Josh and I pray for you. Like, turn off this podcast, and I want you to start talking to the Lord. If you need to invite him into your life, do it. Don't just let Josh pray for you. You have got to learn to reach out to God Mm -hmm. yourself. He's inviting you not to come through us, not to come through Josh, not to come through me, not to come through your pastor, but to actually come directly to him. So he's inviting you. He's giving you that same invitation that he gave David. He's saying to you, whoever you are, whatever your name is, come and talk with me. And then the question is, how will you respond? Will you respond to the invitation the same way David did and say, Lord, I am coming. So we encourage you to do that, Mm -hmm. to say those words, say, Lord, I'm coming. (laughs) Teach me how to come. Teach me how to seek you. Teach me how to study the word. Teach me how to pray, Lord. Teach me how to love you face to face. Teach me how to come like a child. Teach me how to be extravagant. (laughs) Teach me to love you when I don't feel like it, Lord. Teach me how to love with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength, all these things. And guys, we encourage you, go back and re-listen to these podcasts again. All right. We're going to keep doing podcasts. We're going to keep moving forward. Uh, New things, new territories. But I I just encourage you guys, go back and listen. Start back at the beginning if you need to. Go back to the house and listen to the house all over again. But guys, respond to the invitation that God has given you. Join us in becoming awakened, pure worshipers. All right, guys. God bless you. Peace. Peace. Wow. What a journey we've been on together. If you've listened to all 21 podcasts, you are certainly a different person than you were when we started. You've come to that crucial understanding that there's nothing more important in life than walking closely with God. Nothing. You've learned that everything else in life flows out of intimacy with our Heavenly Father. Everything. Do you want to be a better father, better daughter, better employee, churchgoer, better leader? Draw nearer to God. Sure, listen to podcasts and read popular books on leadership, but nothing is going to grow you as a man or woman of God like more time with the most powerful leader in the universe. Do you want to be healed? Spend more time with the healer. Do you need to be set free from depression, anxiety, fear? Spend more time alone with the God who gives us unimaginable joy. Okay, on our next podcast, we're going to share a foundational sermon I preached a couple weeks ago from my new book. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another inspiring round of the Pure Worship Podcast.